This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Hip, hip, hooray, let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m., the signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. From Sylvan Park Restaurant on Northwest Broad Street, Truman Jones is on News Radio WGNS. Good morning, Rutherford County. We have Kent Siler on this morning. And, uh, of course, he's in the political business. He does a little off offshoot type things over at the university, but <laughs> but, but who pays you more, WGNS or uh, or uh, Channel Four in Nashville? You know, <clears throat> the Truman. It's the same thing. Oh, really? <laughs> it is. Oh, you're fortunate. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you get all the benefits and everything. Oh here. yeah, it's the it's the benefit of getting set here and talk to you, and the benefit of being able to talk to them. <laughs> You, so. you, you know, we uh, at one time we were probably on the same same wavelength in, in the political business here in in Tennessee, and um, uh, politics was a whole lot different during that period, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a little friendlier, a little easier, yeah. and um, I guess uh, not uh, not not as mean as it is now. <laughs> mean. Yeah. Well, we got a state uh, uh, senatorial race. Yeah. And uh, have you heard any bad things uh, come across the TV <laughs> or anything like that? You know, that's uh, so, uh, today's election day, which yes. is exciting. A yes, lot it of is. good storylines, a mm-hmm. lot of things to watch for, you know, who wins, who loses, and how smoothly the elections go, all those things. But, yeah, this Senate race has really taken a nasty turn. I mean, yeah. It is constant with the ads. Um, you know, six weeks ago, this really wasn't a race between Bill Haggerty and Manny Seffi, but uh, that it's gotten close. I, I can't tell you who's going to win tonight. Well, that, that, that's strange because I thought when uh, the, the candidates were first announced, I thought Haggerty would run away with it, to yep. be perfectly honest. <clears throat> Me too. Me too. But... The thing that bothers me is you're not accountable for anything that you say against your opponent. Right. And it, and it, it really does bother me. I, I mean, why, not can't, why can't we put the truth of what each candidate has done before as far as uh, the, the, the political process, who they've dealt with and things like that? And it, it, there's... It's almost like watching the news, the national media. You you can't find any truth that's going on anywhere that you look. Well, you got to. I, 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 I feel like I feel like the Manchurian Candidate. My brain is just fading away. Well, political advertising, advertising in general, political, non-political, whatever, is exaggerated. Yeah. I mean, and then you get into political races. And it gets incredibly exaggerated yeah. because it's a winner-take-all situation. So I got to tell my students at MTSU, um, you know, you see the 
where there'd be uh, cell phone companies fighting it out or Coke and Pepsi and whatever, they're fighting for market share. Yeah. Politicians in a race are fighting for survival. Think how think how nasty Coke and Pepsi would be with each other if rather than shelf space, they were fighting over who got to be in business next week. But but <laughs> it, we it would, is, get, it would get a little nastier. Well, we as voters though, we're we're looking at survival right now too. I think that this country is in a position right now that they've never been in before. I actually worry about our country, but where am I going to get the real value of what each candidate stands for? And it's almost impossible to do. You can't do it from the TV ads. No. and. You know, <clears throat> what I told someone yesterday, we're talking about this store, talking about this race, mm-hmm. is I think they're both good can I think they're both good people. Mm-hmm. I think if you're looking for a conservative, they're both conservative. Um, I would really not pay a lot of attention to the charges and counter charges because mm-hmm. most of it is just a bunch of, of BS. And so where do you look? You you look you you do you read what they say about their issues. You have to kind of even make an, a make a judgment about you know which individual you feel most comfortable with to make the tough decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not foolproof. You, you 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 there's some leap of faith there. But you know in this case, I think they are both um, you know they're both decent candidates. And James Mackler on the is the only Democrat that I really know in the group, mm-hmm. and I've met with him. He's a good guy. So, you know, there are some good choices out there today for Democrats and Republicans um, in that race. Have you ever thought about taking one of your students and uh, make him a candidate for one of the races uh, uh, in that particular position and throw up all this um, – Information that's not even close to being accurate. Yeah. Uh, have Have you ever thought about that and and, and use that as a school project? No. Oh, <clears throat> excuse me, Truman. We do that. <clears throat> we do that in real life. Yeah. We, well, not in real life. Yeah. No. We We have a campaign management class. <clears throat> we divide it into five people, five candidates, mm-hmm. and they run these uh, fictitious races against each other. Well, you know. Uh, I think the local races are just as important sure, as the more, state more, and yes, national exactly. races because they affect you uh, directly. And uh, it, it would we never see the undercurrent of what goes on once a, a uh, candidate has won that uh, the election in that whatever race they were running in. And uh, People, they seem to be complacent about what's going on in their government. Yeah. And, and, and it would be much easier for them to uh, pay attention to, to what goes on, say, in Murfreesboro mm-hmm. City government. Uh, see see what is happening there and, and see the real value of what each candidate brings to the table. And, and I, I have um, had a really good relationship with some of the people that are elected locally and uh, it it makes it easier to feel comfortable 
with, with each one of the candidates that's serving either in Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, right. or whatever, that actually touch us much closer than what you would in, in a national election. Yeah, well, you, you've said what you said is exactly right. Uh, <clears throat> the the way the media is now, we everything is nationalized. But yeah, we've got you know we've got a city council race here in Murfreesboro today. We've got a county commission race in Murfreesboro, uh, in Rutherford County, and these people probably have more impact on your day to day life yeah. uh, than uh, somebody we're electing to the Senate. Yeah. So <clears throat> we've got to we really should support our local governments, keep up with what they do, and, and part of the reason we don't get that information like we used to is local media is not as as prevalent as it used to be, and they just don't get a lot of coverage. Well, thank goodness we do, and we've got two callers on the line, All so right. let's get the first one. First caller, welcome aboard with Ken Seiler. Would that be me, Truman? That is you, big boy. Uh-oh, let me tell you. You're all talking about voting and politics in a country called America. I think within the last 20 years, Voting and politics that really gave this country a bad look and a bad name. I've never got so sick of commercials on that box called a TV in my life. How yes. much money do they spend on commercials, you all? I, I, think they could, I think you take care of the national debt if they yes, can move it over a little bit. Yes, sir. How many people in need in this country, they could take care of around the world. I get so sick yeah. of the same commercial 24 hours a day. I mean, what, but this is my question. How how better do we get? But yet everybody have all the answers. You all ever notice this. But how much better do we get? That's my question. Yeah. Yeah, you're saying we keep sending people with all right. the answers uh, right. either back or, or for the first time, and it doesn't get a lot better. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think, you know, as, as voters, we really need to um, to pay attention when we send them there, and we need to pay attention while they're there and, and communicate with them. I mean, they we have a, a representative democracy. We, we elect them to go vote for us, and uh-huh. it's up to us, I think, to um, to let them know what we want them to do once they get there. Let's, let's take the money out of it. <clears throat> you know... <clears throat> Yeah, that that gets really hard. I mean, I, they're, they're, you're totally correct. There's way, way too much money in politics, and when the courts ruled just a few years ago, they equated money and speech. So they said, you know, you're free to speak and to say what you want, and money is simply an extension of your speech. So we basically took most of the limits off. Of, what people can spend, especially with these super PACs. If you notice, some of this, these ads that we see in this Senate race aren't paid for by Bill Haggerty or Manny Sefi's campaign. They're outside groups yeah. that have been formed to pour even more money into these races. Right. Uh, one of them's called Outsider Pack or something. That's, uh, so it, it, the, the, the money spigots are turned on, and I, it's going to be a long time before I'm afraid they're turned off. Yes. Appreciate the time. I'm listening, gentlemen. Thank you, Casey. I always enjoy you calling. We just keep on praying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. We have the second caller. Caller, welcome aboard with Kent Siler. Good morning. Uh, Good morning. I'd like to ask, uh, Kent 
Kent's been dealing with this most of his life. I'd yeah. like for somebody to explain to an old Southern boy why congressmen and senators can't sit down and look at what's going on and say, okay, we need to pass a bill to help people with their unemployment. We need to help small businesses stay in business. We need to do this and that. And why they have to keep sticking stuff that has nothing to do with this into bills knowing that the other side is not going to vote for it. Because, you know, like in the first thing, uh, Kennedy Center got money. You think Kennedy Center needed more money than the people of Murfreesboro, Tennessee? And as far as I'm concerned, Congress is a joke. The only thing that congressmen and senators are there for is to get reelected. They don't give a damn about the people that they represent. Once they get there, they want to keep their job, their money, and their power. Thank you. Well, that that is uh, unusual. I rarely hear that, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> he he summed up a lot of people's thoughts. I think didn't he? Yes, he did. Um, you know, hopefully this this next stimulus they'll they'll get worked out. I mean, there, there's always conflicting views, and it's a big country, and we have a lot of people who see things differently. Um, there's always been a habit of sticking. Um, projects that weren't germane, I guess is the word, uh, into bills. I think the first pork bill... Pork barrels, I yeah, think they yeah, call them. Yeah, pork. The, yeah. First, the, first, the first bill had the Kennedy Center money. Mm-hmm. This one, suddenly the FBI building turned up in it. Uh, the president wanted, so I think they pulled that out. But, you know, it, it, it's a back and forth. It's, it's, uh, there, there is some give and take. Um, and, you know, hopefully they will get together and get something done uh, and understand that their constituents need it. You know, one thing that really bothers me is you go from state to state or, 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 or parts of, of the country, either of the media is, is totally lying to us, which I think 98% they are lying to us, but... I don't peop- I don't really think overall people are that different uh, as much as we see it right. happening on, on in the the national media and right here you go from different parts of Tennessee and you see real hard conservatives and then you if you go to other parts uh, the left wing is is in total control how how can we get that separated in, in such a short time, we're looking at 12 to 16 years, where things seem to be just coming apart. Yeah, I think things, people are definitely more polarized. Uh, the, we go back to the Senate race we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, both, senator, both Senate candidates on the Republican side have run as hard to the right as they possibly can because that's where the Republican primary voters are. Democratic Party probably be the same thing if, you know, you don't see much of the primary going on there. Mm-hmm. But Democrats have gotten more liberal. Republicans have gotten more conservative. The middle has shrank. And that's, you know... But I, there's, I, no, there's no way that they can walk hand in hand with No, it with makes it hard. On. It makes it hard. And then, and then what happens, and, and that's where we as voters need to be a little bit more cognizant and and tolerant Mm -hmm. is when a Democrat works with a Republican, 
someone runs against him or her from the left saying they're not liberal enough. Mm-hmm. And if you look at what's going on in this Republican primary right now, it, it, they've gone beyond hitting, you know, attacking each other for working with the Democrat. Now they're attacking each other for working for more with more moderate Republicans like Mitt Romney. You know, suddenly Lamar Lee. Are you sure Romney's not a Democrat? <laughs> yeah, there you go. See, yeah. we, we've already lost you, Truman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but so suddenly Mitt Romney was the Republican Party nominee for president in 2012. And, and I got, still don't understand and he got how he 60% got in that of the vote in Tennessee. And now he is the boogeyman. Lamar Alexander has been serving Tennessee basically since 1978. And he's being attacked in an ad. Yeah, he's changed shirts. As being, as being too liberal. Yeah. He, I, I, don't think, I don't think Lamar Alexander's changed. I think we've changed. And, um, you know, that's, that's kind of why we're, that's how polarized we are. What is causing the change? In, in my opinion, that all the national media is doing right now is they're throwing us apart. And it, it's like... They're putting a little bit of poison each time that they're on the air. And now, actually, I've gotten to the point that I think it's getting critical in our country. And I I don't, that's what I was saying earlier. We're not getting any true facts from anything that's coming across. Well, there's some out there, but we've got to be better. Where are they? We've got to be better consumers because what, 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 some of the media does both both on the left and right is rather than give you news they give you news that validates your opinion yeah because they're they're again these are businesses they're trying to sell ads they're mm-hmm. after audiences so if they give an audience what they want to hear they get more people viewing it and they sell more ads so you know we've got to understand that you know we we get into these silos of where we're just looking to confirm our opinions Mm -hmm. uh we got to go to more independent sources you may have to go watch a liberal channel for a while or or watch one i couldn't stand it over five minutes (laughs) well make yourself watch it 10 (laughs) and 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 promise not to yell at the tv um and some liberals may need to tune into fox for a little while and then go to look at some other places that are maybe in the middle. Um, where where do they stand constitutionally uh, as far as... Are, isn't the news supposed to uh, send out the facts of what's going on? And how could they stand behind that protective shield that they get by sending out nothing but propaganda uh, that, that's going to fit their particular needs and do they not understand how harmful it is to our country well let's get one this caller in okay. can you remember what i just yeah, asked you yeah yeah all right caller welcome aboard with kent Sider. thank you i was wondering if uh, if the russians have control of our local and state elections or is that just the national presidential election that they have control of well, I hope they don't have control of any. I, I think we need to. I, I think they certainly are going to try to to influence it, and in some of our some extent to get us fighting with each other. 
uh, which isn't hard. <laughs> but, um, you know, that's one of the reasons that you're bringing up a good point, too. I mean, you get back to advertising. Um, you know, not only do we need to discount what each candidate's saying about each other, but some of these social media posts, we honestly don't know where they're coming from. And it could be bait uh, just to get us fighting more. And, and so we, we've got to be very, very skeptical of, you know, anything we hear and see. And it, it, it really puts a lot of pressure on us to be, um, you know, very skeptical uh, and responsible consumers of, of information. Uh, it, you know, when I used to write, uh, when I was working for Congressman Gordon in a campaign, you know, we would write fundraising letters. We had to raise money. We raised it, you know, five, ten, fifteen dollars a lot of times at a time. And if you've ever gotten a fundraising letter, you notice one of the things they try to do is push your hot buttons. Yeah. Because to get you motivated to do something, they generally have to get to you emotionally. And, um, you know, think about it every time you hear some of this news and some of the things they're doing. You know, generally they're trying to emotionally push your buttons yeah. and get you upset. Well, you know, I put in for to be the ambassador to Haiti, and I never, Bart never did even listen to me. Yeah, we, we tried to send you away several times, but... <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Kent Sire. From Sylvan Park Restaurant on Northwest Broad Street, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming online at WGNSradio.com. This portion of the show brought to you by Mapco. How do you feel about two for three dollar Lays or Cheetos? What about regular M&Ms for only a dollar? These are just a handful of the sweet deals you'll find right now at Mapco. You'll be surprised how they always have great deals for your everyday cravings. And don't forget to download their My Rewards mobile app to earn points toward items like ice-cold fountain drinks and even fuel. The app is available for both iPhones and Androids. Stop by and save at your local Mapco today. My name is Keith Bratcher, and I respectfully ask for your vote for Road Board Zone 2. I am a lifelong resident of Rova County. I've loved serving you on the Road Board for the past 18 years. I pledge to continue to work to be a good steward of the taxpayer money and stay on top of road, signage, and drain issues in the district. I want to continue to work for you on the Road Board and help you in any way I can. My name is Keith Bratcher, and I appreciate your vote. Paid for by Keith Bratcher for Road Board, Keith Bratcher Treasurer. Buying and selling a home can be stressful. That's why it's important to work with somebody who cares. Are you looking to make a purchase this year? Maybe your home has just gotten too small. Or maybe the upkeep and all of the upgrades that are necessary are just beyond your scope. Maybe you'd rather just leave it behind and move into something newer. I've got solutions for you. I want to be the first person you call to get help, suggestions, ideas, and the advice that you need to make the correct real estate decision. Mary Catherine Hughes, sold by MK, powered by EXP Realty. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831 Liberty Mutual Insurance Company helps you customize your home insurance so you only pay for what you need. 
Unlike things you paid for you didn't need, like the Vacnado 2000. A Wi-Fi connected vacuum that uploads Dust Bunny data to the cloud for real-time optimization. <laughs> Whatever that means. But really, it's just a very expensive doggy chew toy. With Liberty Mutual, get customized home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Hey, bargain hunters, listen up. This is Rodney French from French's Shoes and Boots. If bargain prizes is what you want, come to French's and shop our everyday bargain racks. These shoes and boots are out of the boxes and are always 50 to 90% off the regular retail prices. Shoe brands like Kohan, Joseph Seibel, Clarks, Nike, and more. Boot brands like Justin, Ariat, Corral, Chippewa, Dan Post, and many more. Out of the box, but 50 to 90% off every day. That's French's Shoes and Boots. French's Shoes and Boots. 1837 South Church Street in Murfreesboro. Now an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. Rutherford County Schools will delay the first day of school to Thursday, August 13th. James Evans, spokesman for the school system, details the reason for the delay. We did not anticipate that over 19,000 students would choose distance learning. This represents approximately 40% of our student population, and we need to give our teachers and schools additional prep time to adjust and be ready to serve your students. The deadline for signing up for distance learning was Tuesday. Next Thursday and Friday will be half days. Walmart is announcing a new series of free drive-in movies coming to the Mid-State this month. Retail giant said yesterday their Walmart drive-in would roll out to 160 locations nationwide from August 14th to October 21st, transforming parking lots into venues to show movies. The tour will stop in Nashville August 18th and 19th, and Franklin August 21st and 22nd, then in Smyrna August 25th and 26th. If you want to reserve spaces for the event, you can do so online at thewalmartdrivein.com. The Board of Mayor and Aldermen have made a decision as to who will fill the vacant alderman seat until the November election. Graham Coates was appointed to the vacant seat and sworn in August 4th. Eleven candidates were considered by the board after submitting letters of intent to serve. The interim alderman will serve till the November 3rd election, at which point the seat will be filled for a two-year term. Somebody held up the CVS Pharmacy on Broad Street at Mercury Boulevard Wednesday. Detectives are working to identify the man who was captured on the surveillance camera, robbing the store at gunpoint. You can see a security photo online at our website, wgnsradio.com. If you think you know who it is, a number to call is also posted on our website. Join the conversation. Log on to facebook.com slash wgnsradio and click the like button. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. News updates around the clock, when it breaks, and on demand at WGNSRadio.com. We are News Radio WGNS. Sylvan Park Restaurant on Northwest Broad, across from the Ford dealer, host of the Truman Show live broadcast. Food is ready-made. It's hard work, but you got to enjoy the people, and you just have to enjoy what you do. If those two things come into play, then it's not that hard, I don't think. Open Monday through Saturday at 6.30 for breakfast and lunch, Thursdays and Fridays for dinner. Have you changed your menu very much since you've been here? No, sir. If it's working, just keep doing it. Sylvan Park Restaurant on Northwest Broad, across from the Ford dealer. We're discussing the great city we live in with Councilman Eddie Smotherman. Eddie, what do you like most about our city? I'm proud of the diversity our city has. Our great schools, our parks, our strong economy, our health services, and our historic downtown. From the Miracle Field to Main Street, from the Greenway to the Gateway, I love our city. Paid for by friends of Eddie Smotherman for City Council. Eddie Smotherman, Treasurer. I'm Eddie Smotherman, and I'd appreciate your vote for Murfreesboro City Council. From Sylvan Park Restaurant on Northwest Broad Street, 
It's the Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming online at WGNSRadio.com. I was asking you a question, and then we went straight to the uh, uh, caller. Because yeah. we, we, I, I want to have an intelligent conversation going on here at one time. Uh, I, we, we, we were talking about media and, you know, Truman. It, it wasn't, a, it we, wasn't we, a very good we question. Need, we need anyway. a stenographer. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you know, we were talking about um, it, it, it's hard to find an area like we have here in Murfreesboro because the friendships that we hold, we, we could have just entirely different uh, attitudes as far as our politics and things like that. And like I said uh, off the air, we have nothing in common, but we have a strong friendship bond right here in Rutherford County that you don't hardly find anywhere else. Yeah, I think, and I think, Truman, that's kind of where, what we were heading toward. Yeah. Um, we are a big, diverse country, mm-hmm. but once you get past that small amount of differences, yeah. we're really a lot of the same people. I mean, people generally have the same goals, the same desires, the same needs. Um, you know, I'll, I'll have students in my classes that come from all kinds of different political backgrounds. Yeah. And they, they really, one of the things they learn across the semester is that they agree on a lot more than they disagree on. Yeah. What, what we do in a campaign, what we do when we, at media, the differences are much, much more exaggerated. You know, when, when Bart was in Congress... Um, we worked together with Republicans on a lot more issues than we fought them on. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's still, even though we're polarized, there's still a lot of people in Washington working together uh, that we just don't hear about that much. But don't you feel like that the parties are getting more and more polarized? And as they do, it's hard for say, a Democrat to pull away from their particular party's sure. agenda <clears throat> yeah. and, and, and go to the um, uh, attack the subject as they feel like it should be attacked. And it, it isn't that a, a – um, I don't ever remember that it, it being that way back, uh, say, 25, 30 years ago. Uh, the the uh, people, say, in Congress – they were more likely to, to vote for the area that, that uh, their particular uh, people who elected them to office would want them to right. vote. They don't seem to be as concerned about that anymore. Well, w- one of the things, and you're right, and, and one of the things that, that has happened is that, um, let's go back to the 6th Congressional District, our, our district here in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So when, when Bart was representing it, it started out maybe 55 Democratic, 45 Republican, percentage-wise. Yeah. Um, and then it cons- it just kept getting more and more Republican. Yeah. Uh, but in a in a district where we have you serve both Democrats and Republicans, 
you are more bipartisan because you know that uh, you're you're representing people of that have different views, and you know when you get to the general election that you could get beaten if you don't if you go too far one way or the other. Now, what we have today, though, is that we have kind of self-sorted ourselves as a population. Uh, rural areas tend to be overwhelmingly red. Blue areas, or urban areas tend to be overwhelmingly blue. And there's no compromise because if you're elected in a rural area, you're representing 80% Republicans. If you're representing an urban area, you're representing 80% Democrats. And you're worried about the next primary. And as as we talked about earlier, we see with Haggerty and Seffi. Mm -hmm. Suddenly someone's going to run from your left or right in the primary and accuse you of not being a loyal Democrat or a loyal Republican because you compromised. And so we've got to give our representatives the ability to work with the other party. Uh, Scott Desjardins, you know, he was one... He was ranked a few years ago, our congressman here, mm-hmm. as one of the three most conservative members of Congress. Yet he had somebody in the primary run against him saying he wasn't conservative enough. So, you know, you, you just, it, that's what polarizes us. And you talk about one uh, group conservative and another extremely liberal. And... Does anybody ever actually look into what the the areas are that the person is conservative in and liberal in? And and, and that seems to be, like I was saying earlier, the states uh, uh, are fairly separated as far as what the areas are that concern them the most. And uh, I, I, uh, I have a hard time voting for anybody that that can't accept our country the way it was, uh, I, I, and it, it was very strong. It was very conservative, but it depends on where you are. Around here, most people get ar- along with everybody. They really do. They have a, a type of friendship for other people, but you you can't see that uh, in in other states. I mean, there there is an aggressive behavior toward other people if they don't completely agree with what your uh, values are well i I think there there are people on both sides they're both sides that that certainly overreact to people who don't agree with them and and attack them and really you know sometimes try to destroy their lives yeah you know rutherford county is uh is a great place to live in murfreesboro everybody's moving yeah in a lot of ways yeah but we are fairly diverse. You know, I mentioned urban areas and rural areas being red and blue. You know, this is a Republican. This that? is a Republican county. Why but, is that? Well, let's 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 go one step at a time. Yeah. yeah. But but you know, Rutherford and Murfreesboro, kind of as a suburban area, we we have a pretty good mixture mm-hmm. of conservatives and liberals. And again, we're more conservative than liberal, but still, it's it's a fairly good mix. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I think back to urban and rural areas. Um, I think a lot of the things that have happened with um, the economy and with the changing face of America, um, the demographic changes we're going through, 
uh, some of that, uh, the, some of the rural areas have gotten left behind, and Democrats didn't do a very good job of addressing those trade issues and those issues where, you know, Rutherford County may have been a winner, but, you know, Jackson County wasn't. And it, it's really wild that some of these some of these counties that we represented in Congress that were hardcore Democratic counties, and they were, you know, and they were hardcore Democratic counties, but going all the way back to Civil War and Reconstruction, Lincoln was a Republican. They mm-hmm. sided with the Confederacy, and they were they were still voting that way when we represented them, you know, 15, 20 years ago. Um, that has completely flipped. Uh, those counties yeah, now. There's no, there's no way that Lincoln get, could get elected here in Tennessee. <laughs> not, but well, he, but he, yeah, maybe probably not. <laughs> yeah. Still, but uh, he did okay in East Tennessee. Yeah, <clears throat> but but those counties have totally flipped now to being eighty percent Trump counties. Yeah, uh, and so that that change has been very very dramatic. Um, but there's something that draws people to big cities. And and I, I have never understood it because after a while they know the neighborhoods are going to go down in the big cities, and and uh, if you or look come at, up, they they're, no, they're, no 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 yeah. no. Let's look at let's. Look. <laughs> There's some places and, 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 urban yeah, areas burned down. Yeah, God, you're I, watching I, too much I, news. No, <laughs> no I'm. I, I, you know, Hey, we got a caller on the line. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, let's get back to reality. Caller, welcome aboard with Kent Siler. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hey, right. look, 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 I got some bad news. Uh oh. Okay. You all, let me tell you something. You, you know, when you say the good old days, when yeah. Mother's Brother was a good old town, but yeah. you know what, what, what have run the American. America, this is the way we want to be like, we always talk about being the best. We want to be the greatest. Well, let me tell you, I got some bad news about being the greatest and being the best. And another thing, I remember when Mother's Brother had the good old times, the good old days, but then we always get carried away. We don't want part of something. We want it all. Do y'all feel me now? We yeah. got interstates, and we, every time we make one interstate, we have to make five. Does that feel me now? I got laws you're going talking, down Broad Street the other day. Talk you're to talking me. about you're you're talking like an old Murfreesboro person. <laughs> <laughs> I got laws on Broad Street, sir. Yeah. You know, down about Crystal. <laughs> I thought I was on Broad Street and a Memorial, and I yeah. I looked around and I was up on the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, sir. Has a lot of great memories for all yes, of us. Amen. 
Because I tell you, we are headed for a disaster. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, if we can just turn Kent around, I think, <laughs> I think we'll be in good shape. <laughs> Why don't y'all vote for me? No, I, I would. <laughs> they wouldn't vote for me because I, I might be one step too honest. Could that There's be nothing it? wrong with being honest. <laughs> I, I think everybody should be. That's true. See, they, yeah. we, we, you know, people, the, the problem is why we always have to be split. Why we can't be Democrat and Republican when we both be godly people? How come we can't be one anyway? We should That's my be. question. We should be. You talked about local politics earlier, you know, and, and we do. We need to try to take as much partisanship out of these races as we can. Yeah. I'm glad to see that. You know, Murfreesboro City Council today, uh, school board, mm-hmm. they're not running as Democrats and Republicans. It's a nonpartisan race. And, be for and the people. Yeah. Hey, man, be for the people. Yeah. yeah. That's what we need. Just be try to be honest as possible. Agreed. Uh-oh. That sounds, uh-oh. Anyway. Well, we, we, we should be the way we are when we walk through the front door of the church. That are uh, you? Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, we need to think about that because that's serious. Yes, it is. It is. That's because if you're not, you're headed for disaster. Yeah, you're exactly I, a good, right. Great program, gentlemen. Thank you. Thanks Casey. for calling. Casey. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Have a good one. You, you too. You you know, at, at the level we are uh, right now. And talking to each other, that's the way our country should be. And, um, you know, we, we have differences, but differences should not uh, uh, rule as far as um, how we're going to react to each other. And, yeah, and, and focus on things that you agree with yeah. more so than, you know, all this separation stuff. Yeah. Uh, because, again, we... we we agree on far more than we understand. Yeah. <laughs> we we just get drug into these fights. And, you know, the other advice I have for students and stuff, too, is, and, and you know, every time you have an opinion, you don't necessarily have to state it. <laughs> you know, you don't have to put a Facebook post up about it. And, and you don't have to pull out your 45 when you can't agree. Yeah, you, you just, you yeah. know, sometimes we can listen a little bit more and, and look for those areas of, of cooperation. And, you know, Congressman Gordon had a good, he had a good philosophy. He knew on some issues when working with the Republicans, there were some issues that they just had differences on. Yeah. And it, it was it was moral a lot of times. It may be, you know, it, and that issue wasn't going to change. But they're still probably left 90% of the room where if you say, okay, I'm not going to change your mind on that. Let's mm-hmm. work on this. And uh, and so you get things done. We have another caller on the line. and But I just wanted to say one thing. Um, I, I like what... Pelosi was doing in California 
with her big refrigerator when everybody was uh, starving to death over there. She, she, it it, it, it kind of sent a strong message. Well, see, Truman, you're 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 looking for you're looking for things. Come on, that Collar. You're, Come you're on. looking for things that you and Nancy Pelosi disagree on. Well, what you everything. need to do, what you need to do, is look for your areas, <laughs> your common areas. There, there are no common areas. Caller, welcome aboard with Kent Siler. Have we lost him? Caller, are you still with us? I guess they're gone. Okay, what is your, if you were selecting the candidates that are going to win uh, on the local race? Do you know all of them that are running as far as school board? I, you know, I know, I know a lot of them. I, I think I know three of the four candidates running for city council, and mm-hmm. um, but uh, so I know a lot. I still head up the Greenways committee here, and we. Um, did you hear the show yesterday? No, I did not. Nate Williams did. And Nate's a good, great yeah. job explaining yeah. all the positive things about the Greenway and some of the things that they're working hard on to make them even better and uh, one one of the issues that that we had and and Nate did a great job explaining it and, and Ronnie Martin also is we're starting to build up a uh, a fairly large amount of people who are homeless that are they go out and they put out their mm-hmm. camps and things like that and uh, well that is you, you know we have indicators from other states that have had to deal with this. Of course, California and New York are, are, are a couple of the worst, and uh, even all the way up in Oregon, believe it or not. And uh, when you elect people that uh, really have a something in their heart as far as making things better where people uh, live... Uh, you, you, you know, you, you have indicators that as you go out there and look at the things that are going on in areas that, that could be a, a danger to our public, um, you have to deal with them, and, and it, it's a slow process, but you can't let it grow. You know, we, we've seen what's happened in San Francisco and, and, and up in Oregon and, and in New York where they just allow people to continually break the law and become a danger to the communities where they're living in. And, uh, of course, it, it, how people can allow those things to continually get worse, like in Oregon. I mean, they've what, what is it, 60 or se- about 70 days, I think, that they have been protesting in Oregon and trying to burn the city down. It doesn't make any sense to me at all why they let them continually get away with it. And why would people complain about uh, our president sending people out there to protect the city, the courthouses, and and, and things that they're responsible for? I don't understand how they can allow this. And you had a couple of situations. We we came a long way from the Greenway here. (laughs) We had a couple of situations. I'm not letting you get away with it. This is like a long Greenway. We've gone all the way from Murfreesboro to Oregon. Yeah. (laughs) And believe me, I'm not going to Oregon any time soon. But how we can allow that type of disruption 
and chaotic type uh, activity and letting people destroy something that well, has been, been built for many, many we, years. We can't, we, we, you know, you, demonstrating is, uh, is an American right. It's part of our free speech. That's but, not even part but, of it. But you cannot, you cannot tear up monuments and you can't do those things. They're and not tearing up monuments. Are, 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 <laughs> yeah, are, are, well, when I say monuments, yeah. buildings and, you know, federal buildings and those yeah. things, you, you can't do that. And, yeah. and, and they should protect those buildings. But why some, some, why folks, some folks have problems sending federal, you know, federal uh, law enforcement in without being invited is, we is have, that a problem? We I know a, the business people there are wanting them there right we now. Have, we have a federal system of government where we give states certain responsibilities, local government certain responsibilities, and federal government certain mm-hmm. responsibilities. And we need to – the reason we have that is we, we, our founders didn't trust an overly oppressive federal government. And so they were concerned with it. So now you've, so, got, you know, you've got local gov- governments are, are totally asleep. It, it, that's part and, of federalism. You may not like what they do, but that's part of federalism. The local people should throw those people out if they don't like what they're doing. Let's put it the other way, too, because all this sets precedent. Let's say it's a Tea Party rally and Barack Obama's president and he sends in agents. You know, conservatives aren't going to like that. Hey, we're looking at two different type <laughs> yeah. situations. You can't throw that in there. No, but I'm not saying. Let's let's just take some. Maybe, maybe it's a, a conservative group that a liberal it's, president. This, this is like they've with. been invaded. I, in, I'm in not. Again, they've got local folks there that are in charge of taking care of it, and they need to take care of it. And if they don't, they need to suffer the consequences. And if they need federal help. Then that's their, you know, job to bring it in. Now, I understand there are federal assets there, and I, I think it's justifiable yeah. to try to protect your the, the federal assets if no one else is. Mm-hmm. But you, it, it's a you just got to be careful when we start having the federal government send people into local communities um, because it, again, remember, just because we might agree with this president on this issue, the next one we might not. And it, it gets dangerous after a while. What's dangerous is living in those cities. <laughs> My God, you're not you're not going to be moving to an urban area anytime soon, are you, Trey? Where they have a Democratic mayor. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, does that make you uncomfortable, though? You have people that are have uh, put been put in responsible positions, and you see them totally turn their back on the real citizens that are in in that particular area they're they're uh, tearing up their um, uh, small businesses um, and and they're asking for help and, and and the only response is to what I would call the people that are um, pretty much um, breaking the law, whatever they're doing. Yeah, and, mean, and you, you saw what happened here in Murfreesboro. The police here in Murfreesboro, all the law enforcement, worked together, and they completely stopped yeah. them. And, and they knew that they couldn't get away with the things that they were doing. And why couldn't they? Because the people here in 
in Murfreesboro and Rutherford County did not want them here. They didn't want them to try to destroy their city, right. and right. they supported the law enforcement officers. Yeah, and, and again, the, the, the we want order. Yes. Uh, the, the entire, our, our government has always, from its founding, been a conf- conflict of liberty and order. Mm-hmm. We want all the liberty we can have, but we also want order. Every time we go for more order, we take away some liberty. Every time we give liberty, a lot of times we lose a little order. And, you know, that's, that's the dilemma, is the liberty to be able to demonstrate and state your opposition to government mm-hmm. um, versus, and, and do it peacefully, versus the, the people who are trying to run businesses or trying to drive their cars down the street who are just trying to get on with their daily lives, their liberty to do that. And, you know, it, it's, it's, it's just a battle. Um, and it's, I don't mean a battle in a bad sense, but that's why every time government makes a law, they've got to be careful to make sure they're not taking away people's liberty uh, to, do, to live their lives as they want. And, um, you know, and you've got to understand that we do like order, but every time we get it, we give up something. You, you took your, your job was as sheriff running the jail. Mm-hmm. Um, we were taking away these people who didn't follow rules. We were taking away their liberty for the purpose of keeping order, right? All right. And uh, it, it's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's something. As a Democrat, you're not, you're not against me having taking care of uh, all no, of those I, I, uh, I believe, lawbreakers. I believe, and, I, believe, I believe in order, but also. You know, I, I, there's a certain amount of liberty I like too, and I, I know that every time, every time we get there's again, it's 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 necessary to take away some liberty to keep order, and we all understand that. That's why we have government. Is that part of being a Democrat? Is that you have been uh, injured at some time in your life, <laughs> and your heart is starting to bleed more and more? No, and more. I, I, I think Truman. Are, are you really a Democrat? I was a. Now? Mo- I'm a. I've been a. I'm. I'm one of these moderates you talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Does does I see the, both the, sides? The things that are going on with a, a number of these. I, I, I guess they're they're more. Um, you don't see as many in the senatorial group. Uh, but Congress has a number of people that, that they they can't really change. And when you hear some of the things that they are doing, I know that you're not a uh, full blown liberal. You're, no, I'm a moderate. Yeah, <laughs> I, I noticed that. I, I enjoyed one of your uh, 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 students that in uh, I think it was the last one I talked to at, at the last time you had him on. And he was trying to explain to me. He was way out in left field. I can't think of his name, but he's a good kid. I oh, mean, yeah. a smart yeah. kid. Yeah, and we had. He's a- one of those kids that you know is going to change as he gets yeah, older. We had a Republican, a Democrat, yeah. and a Libertarian, yeah. I believe, or some <laughs> Independent. Yeah. But I, I, I was, I, I enjoyed him, and then uh, he told me emphatically what was uh, the right thing to do in certain cases. And I, and I told him, you know you're going to change. And he looked at me so funny. He said, what do you mean? I said, as you get older and you have responsibilities as you grow older, you will become a lot more conservative than you are right now. 
and and uh, he was so liberal. I mean, actually, his left shoulder was touching the ground <laughs> as he was walking out. Well, of here. you would, you would again. I think some students and they're idealistic. But it is a nice they're, thing. They're idealistic, yeah. and and I don't know that it's necessarily good. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. I mean, it, it's. I, we need to try to keep as much of that idealism as we can. Yeah. I think we become more practical, like you're saying. Yeah. Um, but it's, um, you know, it's, I, I, I can appreciate um, that, you know, that attitude and, and, yeah. and wanting to go out and change the world and, and do those things. Are you, are you, uh, are you ready for school to open up? You know, I am true. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, we've been out of the class. We taught online from spring break on. And, How uh, was that? It, it really went pretty well. It um, in in what we did, and you and I did. You know, you and I zoomed. Yeah, um, we did. That was enjoyable. We did it through Zoom, and um, and it really worked pretty well. It it kind of. I mean, and most people listening to us have, have been visit been on Zoom. You know, and I know now. But um, it really worked pretty well, and we were able to do a lot of interaction. The whole thing is is being able to get that interaction, to, to be able to get them to engage with each other. Is it as good as being in the classroom? No. no. And, you know, hopefully uh, as things get more under control, and, you know, my classes this fall are called web-assisted, which means I will be in the classroom part of the time and part of them will be Zooming because mm-hmm. – my class, so I've got roughly 20 people in each class. Well, I can't have any more than nine or so in there at a time because of mm. the distancing. So <clears throat> it, it, even when I've got part of, I'll have to split them up. Half of them will be watching on, you know, the Internet on Zoom or something, and the other half will be there in person. I will try to do some things outside um, as the weather gets better. Um, where I can maybe space everyone out and we can do some, you know. It's funny, students have always said, let's have a class outside today, you know, from grade school on up. And uh, so now it uh, now it makes sense. <laughs> well, I, I don't know, but I, I love, like you, I love the interaction. And, and, and I can't really, like on Zoom, I can't get a feel of, of each student no, as it's I hard. talk to yeah, yeah. And it, we don't. We're blessed with so many great things that go on in our lives, and as each one is taken away from us, it it, it uh, becomes very. Um, I, I I just can't. I can't really describe it. It, it. It's more of an emotional thing, or or whatever. But the inner reaction that I am blessed to have, like you here today. When you and I talked on Zoom, it was nothing close to what we had. No, it, it's not, and it, it's one of those things that's more difficult. But, you know, the whole thing right now is um, is this is a tough virus. We've got to be very diligent. It We get bored. We get, you know, antsy about it. It but, drove me crazy. But I and know. the virus itself didn't really bother me that much and and of course it's gone you were blessed because some people aren't and well i'm young enough to you are you're young enough to deal with it yeah um and what uh, um and i didn't i I kept i kept i kept almost a straight face (laughs) (laughs) but but it it's important that we do stay vigilant because the vaccine hopefully 
is on the way. Better treatments How are on the way. How in the world did you walk in this restaurant inside that bubble? I mean, it, it, was, it, it seemed like it was impossible. But you got in the restaurant and sat down in this bubble. Of course, you couldn't eat. But uh, I, I, I had my MTSU. I, 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 I got my MTSU mask right here too. It's spelled wrong. It looks like it's T E N N E S S E. I mean, no, it's, it's Truman. That's a nice looking mask there. It says I'm actually, true, it is. I'm true blue. And now, you, what what is my color? Y- yeah, you've got it orange and white um, with a T on it. Yeah, I, I don't even know where that is. It's, it's the most beautiful state. Oh, oh, oh since I, I saw the tea, uh, um, I was watching John Denver. They had a little show on him. I think it was an hour. I got I got on the last part, but uh, the way that that he described, you know, our country, West Virginia and Colorado and, and all of that. I wish we had more of that because they were talking about how sometimes the media would try to keep him at arm's length when he was really uh, trying to be a positive uh, supporter of our country. Yeah, I I like John Denver, and I'll tell you a quick uh, story. I met John Denver. Oh, wow. And he was very briefly backstage in an event, Mm -hmm. and he was at East Tennessee State University, and I was working as a student uh, in college here. This is in 76 Mm -hmm. for the uh, Jimmy Carter campaign. I forgot about that. And John Denver did a benefit concert for Jimmy Carter mm-hmm. at East Tennessee State in their that uh, large bubble or whatever gymnasium they have, and mm-hmm. we got to go back and meet him uh, afterwards. So that was pretty cool there for a kid from Winchester. Well, that was the period when he was having problems getting his uh, musical message out. He, uh, they were almost just shutting him down. But uh, I thought he was one of the greatest entertainers that we've ever had in this country. And when he sings, uh, um, uh, let's see, I, I can't remember was the Colorado, the West Virginia one. Uh, yeah. And I just love to hear him sing like that. It was just amazing. Yeah, I mean, well, I'll, I'll try to listen to him on the way home today. Yeah. Can you do that? I can on Spotify. I don't. Have, I can't afford those things. But it's see, pretty easy. see, here you are, a rich Democrat, and I'm a poor Republican, <laughs> yeah, right. and, and, uh, yeah. or, or, or yeah. whatever. I think you can afford the ten dollars a month. It, 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 it's, it's, it's really. All right, did we get into the the uh, who was going to win now? Um, are are you up on each candidate? You know, I can't. I, I try not to make predictions, and I certainly don't know enough about this local. I mean, you know, you don't have Who, who's going to be the top vote getter in Murfreesboro on the city council? Hard for me to tell. Who's going to be the second? <laughs> I'm, not, yeah, I'm not going down that road. So, what do you think? Everybody that I've talked to is saying Bill Shacklett will be the top vote getter. And you and I have seen how these things go. Sometimes you grow as a candidate each each year that that you're there, and and then sometimes people watch you lose steam as you go along. I don't think uh, Bill will will be the top vote getter. Now, I just uh, charged a bunch of people to run down there and vote <laughs> and vote for for Bill. I don't know. 
to just to make me look bad. Well, you just want to be in that top three. Is yeah. What we, those those of us who who pay attention all the time, um, kind of remember who's first a lot and first, you know. Mm-hmm. But you, you just want you want to try to be in that top three, right? <laughs> yeah. Now, what what are you going to be mostly looking at tonight when you're on Channel Four? At what time? Uh, Channel Four. I start at six and then go on till ten. But yeah. With I think the six o'clock news and then the ten o'clock news and some break-ins if we get the returns. Are I you going to be up there the whole time? Now, you know, I, they oh, under the COVID rules, um, I'm going to be uh, live from my den. <laughs> They're bringing a camera down today, and uh, I'm uh, setting up in the house. They can control it from the station, mm-hmm. so um, I'll um, I'll be there. It's kind of it's going to be interesting because I've never done an election where I'm not like talking to you, you know, yeah. looking at the anchor um, instead of just looking at a camera. So I, I'm we'll see how that goes. Now, if you were doing the show for CNN. The Communist News Network. Uh, what would uh, that be uh, from Moscow or uh, <laughs> Truman? <laughs> oh, Truman! I, I'm not, <clears throat> yeah, and you don't even get over to MSNBC and stuff like that, do you? The ones that I can't watch. You watch it. Rachel Maddow at all? I, I am. I am one of those people. I get physically sick <laughs> when, when I watch that and listen to it. <laughs> It, 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 I mean, I can't even look at them in the face. It, it just does something to me. See, you got to challenge yourself, though, because they may be saying some things you need. I can't lie to myself that much. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it, Ken. You're always great. That's well, good and to I, be I, here. I, I, for once uh, in a year, I will sit and watch you tonight. Oh, well, good. Yeah. Yeah, well, tune in. Get you some good local news there. Yeah. And, and you're actually going to – are you going to judge which candidates are the strongest and, and which ones will are, – are you going to tell the public what each candidate really is as far I, as – No, <laughs> because I don't know. I have my yeah. opinions. I, uh, I try uh, not to put – I mean, there's it's analysis, so there's opinion in there, but I, yeah. try, I try to more talk about what's happening. So yeah. the, other, the other thing to watch for tonight is – you know, how easily are these votes going to be able to be tabulated? How long are we going to wait? Because this is really a, a dry run, a dress rehearsal for November. There's, yeah. There'll be maybe a um, million, million, two people vote tonight. Uh, today. Well, in this election, presidential race in 2016 in Tennessee, two and a half million. So yeah. at least double. Um, so whatever we get today, we're going to double up in November, and so it's a good it's a good way for uh, the election commissions to kind of figure out what worked and what didn't. What's your opinion on mail-in voting? I'm totally for it, uh, and it's we've we've done it. We've dealt with it with military forever, and well, how about places like Iowa that I'm not sure they ever got a total. Yeah, it makes it it makes it more difficult. But we we've done that. If you're 60 years old and above in Tennessee, for many many years, you've been able to vote out vote by mail. If you're disabled, take a care of somebody who's disabled. I mean, it, it's it it. I I worried about a lot of things when I was running campaigns. I never worried about fraud, and yeah. I just uh, and you I don't think I, I. It's hard enough to get people to go out and vote legally. 
to get them to risk a felony to, in order to help you <laughs> is is impossible. What was it? What, what place in Florida was it that the the lady? Uh, I, I'm not. That's another place. I'm not sure they ever uh, counted them all. But and, President Trump just said it, that they uh, it's it's good there, and he's urging people to vote by mail in that Florida. That doesn't mean just because he said it. <laughs> and I'm yeah. Uh, hey, it's, guys, we're going. Well, I'm going to c- cancel this show for the rest of the day, and uh, we're wrapping up. And Kent, you have a a, a good day, and and I will watch you tonight. Cause, well, thank you, Trevor. Uh, uh, Thanks uh, for having me. You you don't argue with them the way you argue with me. No, I don't. I I have two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you in the morning at nine. Uh, Bill Spurlock, Superintendent of County Schools, will be on. See ya. From Sylvan Park Restaurant on Northwest Broad Street, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming online at WGNSRadio.com.